Hey, Uncle Weed, why don't you break out some of that private stash? I'm hunkered down under a makeshift driftwood structure of some kind in Clackwatt Sound on the west coast of Vancouver Island. This is an example of what happens when a rainforest doesn't get any rain for an entire summer. <laughs> I don't want to see big stumps, I want to see big trees. Maybe we'll make things a little bit better, if not perfect. You're on this path, and it's right where you're supposed to be. So don't, 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 don't be. A little better, if not perfect. A little better, if not perfect. Rolling on with the Chugalon Clockwork Musing series. This time I take a trip up to the town of Euculet. They've got water, while Tofino doesn't. And uh, don't think that they uh, don't enjoy that just a little bit. You know, Euculet's quite a bit different than Tofino, and they like it that way. Here's what I found out. Chuglanon. This time I'm on uh, the dock, Whiskey Dock, here in the community of Euculet. Uh, and I've learned a lot more about, well, what's going on with this water shortage and about the region in general, because I've spent the last uh, day or so exploring a lot of the areas around the towns and wandering up the gravel roads and the twisty, windy paths to see where they all go and figure out what's going on, because it's been a little bit of an odd situation for me, to say the least. Um, now, I talked about coming here in 92 and the clockwork blockades about, you know, preventing logging of old growth and stuff like that. But since I've been here, I've seen nothing but these the with burnt down and second growth forests and these mountains that are just ringed around with roads and huge swaths clear cut out of them and runs where the logs have been skidded down and just, uh, I mean, it's a mess, right? And almost all the mountains are torn up like that. And I've been wondering, you know, what's going on? What's the auspices and how is these lands organized? And what is it that we are trying to protect? And what is it that we saved, if anything? So uh, I drove up today towards Kennedy Lake. Now, in 92, at those blockades, all the action went down at the Kennedy Lake Bridge. And that's where everyone would roll up in the morning, stand in front, because they kind of created a bottleneck for going out to some peninsula that was being logged. But uh, the road going up there has a big sign saying active logging, logging trucks coming down seven days a week, you know, beware, be caution, and all this kind of stuff. So I wasn't even up to uh, driving down a, a, a tore up uh, road with the, um, you know, the, all the ruts and everything and, uh, and having the logging trucks coming back down the other way. Because, you know, they're all over the places. There's these, you know, dump trucks and, and semis and logging trucks barreling around uh so it's a little bit of a again you know exasperates that tension between the tourism component of the economy and the natural resource exploitation component of, the, of it but anyway tofino is out of water 
Tofino is out of water, and it's all over the, the news and at the junction that comes in from Port Alberni and points beyond, uh, and it tees off to turn right to go to Tofino or turn left to go to Ukulet. There's a bunch of water trucks with drinking water tanks uh, backed up. There's semis filled with porta potties. Uh, there's news trucks. There's I've seen pickup trucks with giant empty water containers. And there's all sorts of commotion. And everyone who's staying in Tofino is being booted out as of today. And everyone coming in, even if they've had reservations for a year, uh, is not allowed. Uh, are not allowed in. Only residential stuff. Anything commercial is is shut down. So people are flooding out of town. Uculet's picking up some of the excess business. But uh, talking to folks in the outside world, everyone's, you know, it's already over the news and, and getting some worldwide spread. Now, I just, uh, so, uh, so after going to, trying to go out to Kennedy Lake, to the bridge, unsuccessfully, uh, I did go out to, there's a component of the park for Kennedy Lake that you drive down a dirt road. And there's a little uh, picnic bench and beach access onto the to the lake, um, and then there was another uh, road going into the Kennedy Lake Bridge area. Except it also goes by the landfill, and it's also an active logging road. There's another path up to another waterfront, again an active logging road. So getting frustrated by all this after going and checking out those parts and seeing them all blocked off and and uh, being logged, I stopped it and looked at the big map and trying to get my head around what's protected and what's not. And the there's a couple different jurisdictions, right? And there's the UNESCO, United Nations, whatever, whatever, uh, Wildlife Refuge, and it or bio, Biosphere, but it covers a big wide area, um, kind of and independent of what's parkland and what's logging land and what's municipal land or whatever and it's, so it's, it's more like a ceremonial uh, <laughs> award it seems like because it covers this big wide swath of area and within that area there's various chunks that are part of the park reserve preserve or whatever right including most of the beachfront land and then various stretches up beyond um, on the kind of on the uh, farther end of Candy Lake up to the Clackwoods um, Inlet and various patches here and there. It's kind of like this uh, patchwork quilt of uh, various jurisdictions. And where all this big middle part seems to be all timberland um, that's very actively uh, being logged. And it's a little distressing to see because I thought, uh, and again, I don't want to buy into, you know, that everything is happy without logging and that it simply can't exist. But uh, my expectations were such that I thought there would be a little bit more of a <clears throat> scenic fringe, so to speak. And sure, there's the wild, spectacular scenery, but it's really tough to look at all these clear cuts. As I look around now, it's just clear cuts on the side of this mountain um, and various, you know, other accruement of modern society, radar and weather stations and, and uh, trans, uh, communication towers and stuff. Um, but a little bit odd. So, after exploring that stuff and looking at the map and trying to get my head around what's what and why, what were we saving and how come and how come it, it doesn't look like it, um, came down here to Uculet and talked to a couple old codgers in the hardware store and they were having a laugh about Tofino and their water shortage and mentioned again what I heard yesterday about how 
Tofino uh, just hasn't invested in any kind of water storage or sewage treatment, this kind of stuff. Where Uculet, on the other hand, seems to have, you know, Uculet's more of a working town, first of all. Where Tofino, right away, you feel it's more of a tourist town. Uculet actually has more people, but less kind of development and fewer services. But Tofino kind of got on the map and takes all the attention. And so, you know, Tofino weather is really taken in Uculet. And they're very territorial about one another. But they went on to say that Uculet had taken this development stuff and really done it sensibly, and Tofino um, hadn't. In the last six years, there's been three referendums uh, about this water issue, and they know it's been coming, but it's never passed, and now, sure enough, it's come down to uh, come down to a head. And I mentioned that I'd seen these water trucks parked at the T, and they said they're not allowed in until the district of Tofino officially declares it an emergency or gives them permission, and puts their plan of action. But Uculet, the people are laughing, saying, oh, I just watered my lawn yesterday, and, uh, and it's no big deal to them. Now, that being said, driving around Uculet and seeing the development that's going on, well, you know, on one hand, they've done a really nice thing where they put uh, bike lanes and a hiking trail along the coast, the Wild Pacific Trail, and they made a trail up to their lighthouse and all that. But you walk around this trail, and you just see nothing but development going on with these fancy... Uh, uh, you know, slick West Coast style cedar homes and timeshares and rentals and, you know, cul-de-sacs with provocative names like Rainforest Drive. And right now they're just a bunch of empty lots uh, with dump trunks racing by with no regard for some uh, starry-eyed tourists uh, going slowly down the road. Well, it's a goddamn shame what's going down, how it got to this I do not know. There's a sick, sick wind that is blowing round, and the captain's got to go. Oh, by you or me, he does not give a damn what a low down dirty snake. With his mind on his money, and his money on his mind, well, something's got to break. Like when the hounds start howling, when there's fiends about.
Oh, I declare mutiny on this ship. But the folks at Uculet will be very quick to tell you that this is a working town, and they're not into the, they're not doing it just for the tourism, and their economy is year-round. And just sitting here in their, on Whiskey Dock, here in their little inlet, uh, there's fishing boats going hither, thither, all over the place. In fact, here goes the Five Fingers right here next to me. And uh, there's uh, a couple fishing facilities that are shipping out millions of pounds a year, the old dudes told me. These old dudes, they've been living in town for 30-some-odd years, but they're still considered uh, non-locals to the local locals. And then besides the fishing boats, there is tourism boats and stuff going out of here, but uh, there's also the active logging, which they <laughs> mentioned, uh, the fishing and, uh, and whatever else is going on here, ship repair and building. And then the ferry goes to Bamfield from here, which is where you can catch the West Coast Trail, 75 kilometers of wild... Um, you know, West Coast hiking. And, uh, there, of course, is the tourism stuff. There's the bear watching and the whale watching and the wilderness viewing and the fishing trips and the, uh, and all that kind of stuff. But it's interesting to see the, how these two towns are kind of approach things a little bit differently. Tofino has a little bit more of that gentrified feeling, where Uculet has a little bit more of this, um, timeshare development. Yes, hand over your money and get out kind of feeling, but, this is just my perspective as, as I'm seeing it um, here with, uh, with a little bit of intentional naivety. Well, the captain's been drinking below the deck And this vessel's headed way off course I want to wrap my hands around his crooked neck And throw him Anyway, interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see what goes down in Tofino this weekend. I'll try and take a trip in there and find out what this water shortage is all about and how the people are, are affected. But for me, I feel pretty lucky that I'm not obliged to head out of town because I'd be a little bit ticked if I had to, especially since I'm more inclined to be uh, camping in a low-impact manner using pretty minimal water resources compared to uh, what uh, other folks might be using. Speaking of those other folks, you know, I'm so sick of these RV rentals. To rent an RV, you should, I think, have some other kind of license, and there should be very distinct places that you can and cannot take an RV. I'm so sick of these tourists driving these big RVs with the stickers all over them down the, you know, driving it down, right down by the little alleys and the small roads and right through the town and running you off the road as you're trying to walk alongside the road. So there's my gripe for the day. 
That's one of my gripes. And then the stupid user fees that the park reserve is is charging. You know, it went on a... Okay, let me... Uh, um, so I go on a, on a hike, right? And it says the Rainforest Trail and the park reserve. Great, go on this rainforest loop. You go in here and it's all second, third growth forest. And it said, oh, yeah, back in the 1950s, this area was all mowed down to build an antenna here. So isn't it interesting to see how the forest is growing back? Oh, look how the fallen cedars are providing nurseries for younger plants. And, oh, look at these giant stumps to see the trees that used to live here. And I'm like, come on. Put the freaking rainforest trail somewhere with some rainforest and some mature big trees. I don't want to see big stumps. I want to see big trees. I don't want to see trees growing that have been planted. Uh, and it ticks me off. And that these user fees are going to pay for these stupid interpretive trails and these little signs and banners and self-aggrandizing stuff. Yesterday, down on the beach, and some uh, some police uh, woman comes down. She's down harassing people about keeping their dog on a leash down on this beach. It goes on forever. And she's down walking on the beach in a freaking bulletproof vest. <sighs> What's up with that? So I'm a little ticked about the user fees and this whole fascist policy. I'm a little ticked about RV drivers. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about water shortages in Tofino. And, and, uh, and, I, and I enjoy talking to these, old, these two old-timers because, you know, they were working in a hardware store. The one guy is a, a developer, a builder. He's got three uh, home sites going up right now for timeshares or whatever. And it was interesting to get his perspective and their, uh, their kind of uh, dose of realism on the thing and their, and their humor about the whole thing. But there's definitely some tension here between Yukila and Tofino. So while that sorts itself out, I'm going to have myself a, a little hoot here. Ooh, by the way, in Uculet, there's a little head shop. You can go buy your uh, smoking accessories right here in town if you uh, happen to have not brought anything. And talk to Leonard if you lack anything else. All right, out from Whiskey Dock. There you go, chapter four of the Rainforest Dispatches series on Chugalon with Uncle Weed Podcast. And listen to this, I gotta say, I'm really not that <coughs> angry of a man. I, you know, I do quite enjoy vacation times and such. Anyway, if you were at the blockades or have anything to contribute about this tension between development and conservation in the Clackwood Sound area, I'd be very pleased to hear from you, either with an audio comment or drop a note any way you like. Just chime in. Wander on over to Chugalon.com. It's ideal for ramblers. 